Yo! You know how to do that? Uh-uh. You gotta, you gotta hit, and then, and then, and then. Yeah. Sometimes the air, when you do this, it hits, pushes more air. <laughs> That's pretty good. We can get one of those. We can get one of those on the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But you got, you have to turn on the, the echo. So let me, just let me know when, and it can uh, go down. Welcome to God's Watchmen. Thanks for tuning in once again. Tonight we have another super exciting guest. His name is Miles. For those that don't know him, he is a man that loves his Jesus and he displays his character in him daily. If he isn't busy helping somebody find the help they need when they come to the church, he's either giving a word of encouragement or making you laugh. He's such a great guy that is willing to serve when the opportunities present themselves. He is a husband, a dad, and one of our pastors here at the church. And not only has God blessed him in those areas, but he also gifted him with a, an amazing voice and talents for music, yeah. a man of many different gifts. So we are super excited to have him, and we are looking forward to hearing your story, Miles, and what God has done in your life. So thank you for yeah. showing up. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, it's a blessing to have you here. Yeah. Uh, so, Miles, what? tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you like to... You, uh, Cut that. I stutter a lot. No. So. That's good. Yeah? Is that good? Just go with it. I liked it. All right, yeah. yeah. What do you like to do on your free time, Miles? Uh, gee whiz. I don't have, I don't get a ton of free time. I should get more. Um, I love being outside. Okay. Um, I have knee issues, but um, I love hiking. I don't get to hike as much as I used to because just my knee kills me. Mm. But uh, I love being outside. I love camping. Um, I love winter camping. Winter Like camp. when it's freezing cold. Yeah, like cold, cold. Like we've gone the last three years and it's been with the wind chill like uh, like eight, eight degrees, what, seven degrees. You go in the mountains or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a, well, we, we do. We have a friend that has a property that, you know, we can go out there kind of whenever we want. Um, but winter camping is great. No bugs. Is, uh, you don't have to take a cooler. Is that why Cyrus likes having a pickaxe in the winter? Maybe. Yeah, I think he just likes having a pickaxe, man. Because I remember during Christmas time he wanted a yeah. pickaxe. He said yeah. he wanted to go dig holes. I said, I'll take yeah, you with I the said, U-turn, guys. I said, yeah, we'll get you a U-turn. You'll be digging holes in no time. <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah, yeah. So you are an outdoorsman. I, I, yeah, I like the, out, the outside of doors, yeah. The outside of doors. Yeah. But you yeah. don't get to go out enough. Well, no, I get to go out. I just don't move as fast as i used to yeah um, i don't hike as much as i used to like i you know a few years ago i would go out and just take like three hours or whatever or go to middle creek or somewhere and just hike and find a spot and sit and chill and cool you know, so i don't get to do that as much anymore but camping's you know you get to take your family camping yeah yeah Ex explain the the knee what happened with the knee oh you're gonna talk about the knee yeah yeah um, so, i have i have yeah, the knee problem yeah, too so yeah. Yeah, everybody. I think that's like a prerequisite for pastoring at this church is you have to have knee problems. Um, really, I'm, I'm fairly certain that was part of the process when they brought me on. Was well, well, does he have knee problems? Oh, he has knee problems. Oh, he's the guy. Um, so I hurt my knee in fourth grade playing basketball, and uh, like my kneecap 
I hit knees with somebody else. My kneecap twisted to the side of my leg. My coach came out and popped it back into place. And, oh. you know, it was one of those like, you're fine type of deals. And then it never, it never. It was never the same. Nope. So nope. you should have got it looked at. Yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you just. I don't know what they told. They told me it, something with blood vessels and the cartilage wasn't getting so. So it you're just deteriorated. You're actually mutated now, huh? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's, not not for the better. It's not like one of those. It's not like an X Men thing where like you have powers. I have less powers. <laughs> yeah, less power of walking. That's yeah. But hey, whatever. And you're you're thinking about <clears throat> having maybe a surgery coming yeah, up. Yeah, you bit? know, if Pastor Tom keeps getting on me about it, I'll, I'll probably have to get it done eventually. One yeah. day. No, I'm looking at the end of summer to to start looking seriously at it. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't want people kicking your knees out. No. No. Now everybody's gonna know it. So that's that's even worse. So now. Do you, nah, you have any fear that you'll lose your anointing or anything if because your knees better? Oh. <laughs> you know, I never thought of that. You know what? I have to. I'm gonna do some praying over that. Yeah. Because yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, That's but point. We, we can keep you in prayer for that then. Yeah, please yeah. do. At the end please of summer. Because knee, knees are, uh, use them every day. Yeah, you kind of do. Yep. Yeah, so it's getting to the point where I'm getting sick of it. I've dealt with it for a long, long time, and now it's getting to the point where it's becoming a daily pain, literally. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, no, I mean, I free time. I love being outside. I love hanging with my kids. I love hanging with my wife. Yeah. Um, How many kids do you have? Two. Two. Daughter, Cora is eight and our son cyrus just turned seven so awesome yeah yeah so busy busy with that and then the wifey what's the wifey's name tori 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 yep 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 we uh high school sweethearts oh, um, yeah yeah i was a senior she was a freshman how long have you guys Boom. been married what <laughs> what how long have just you guys like been that. married uh we have been married for man you put me on the spot uh 16 years 16 years. I think 16 it'll be, years? Will it be 16 years this year? What year are we in? You better get it right because Tori <laughs> might listen to this one day. She's Yeah, she probably will. Um, we got married in 2006, so 16 years in June. You so know the June, date. June, it'll be, uh, yeah, it's uh, June <laughs> 17. 16 years. Congratulations. Right, man. You're coming up when you're 17th year. This will be our 16th anniversary, oh, 16th. but then, yeah, but as soon as you celebrate the 16th anniversary, you're into your 17th year, oh, right? Oh, okay, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. That's like my, my, I shouldn't say this on podcast. My wife turned 39 this year, and I was like, you're already in your 40th year, so it's done. We can oh, cut right. that. Oh. oh, don't cut that. We're, I'm taking everybody <laughs> down with me, baby. <laughs> Tori, please have mercy on uh, me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Miles. Yeah, Thanks for the mm -hmm. laughter. So uh, how do you spend time with the Lord? So as you, you guys said in the, in the intro, you know, I, I love music. Um, when, I would, when I was able to go on hikes, I would do it mostly by myself, um, mm -hmm. often by myself. That was such a valuable time for me, and which is why I, I miss it so much. Because um, I would hike somewhere in the middle of nowhere and just whatever brew a pot of coffee in the middle of the woods and and uh just enjoy time alone praying and yeah. enjoying god's creation um sitting down with a guitar by myself okay you know finding some time to just kind of get away from everybody and sitting with a guitar um is valuable for me um 
even if I'm not really focused on anything specific, it's just valuable for me to spend time. Do you sing new songs to yourself? Or I mean, to God, really? Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. Most of it's not, you know, anything I'd choose to share but go farther with you know what i mean like i mean i if i'm in the writing process it's a very different situation as compared to if i'm just sitting why why i was asking was i sing a lot but i have a horrible voice you're doing a podcast dude your voice is the money maker nah not not singing don't tell rocky (laughs) that rocky will tell everybody listen to him listen to him (laughs) sing he had the whole uh sunday the kids Telling me to sing as loud as I could one Sunday. And did you? Yes, I did. Very good. Just for the kids. Well done. You, yeah, yeah, for the kids. Do it yep. for the kids, Austin. Yeah, I did it for the kids. That was a calling right there. Yeah. And you fulfilled it. It might have been. Yeah. yeah. You picked up the phone and you said yes. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I know this is off topic, but... Have we been on a topic yet? No. Go. About... Ta- Caleb, tell them about the, what the kids said when you just taught or helped out last weekend. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, tell Miles so, uh, I was, I was asked to fill in for, uh, one of the school of ministry girls. They, they did, uh, the third. girls needed a fill in and they came to you. They came right to on. the, no, the cool. school Keep of continue. ministry guys, okay, right on. school okay, of ministry gotcha, guys. Gotcha. And I said, yes, I answered the phone. Um, so I showed up there, right. And they're like, all right, second and third or first and second. I don't even remember. They're like, line up. You're with Caleb. <laughs> and I was under the impression that. I was just going to be a helper. Uh oh. <laughs> it was just me. Put never, right on never the spot. Assume, never assume. And they just all start lining up. And I'm like, all right, Lord, help me. We can do this. And I was excited. I'm not going to lie. So I was well. like, all right, kids, let's go to the classroom. And Keep in mind, I have no idea where the classroom is. I don't right know on. which one it is. Right They're, on, not right on. They're all uh, running down the stairs in the church yeah. service. They just start running down the hall to the classroom and they yeah. file in. And I think, well, this is going to be our classroom, kids, yeah. is what I'm thinking. They know which classroom's theirs. That was well played. Yeah. But long story short, um, at the end of the uh, class, after you know instructing them to make a, a card for their mom and everything uh as one of the kids are getting picked up one of the girls uh her dad asks so darling how was how was sunday school today and she said that dude's crazy <laughs> yeah. and i just i kids, was yeah, like hey man kid look kids are honest dude yeah. yes wait till you have your own my kids love- tell me all kinds of awesome stuff about myself yeah yeah that's good though you that's pick good your work kids who does? Me? I don't think so. I don't even know what he said. I don't even, I don't know what he, he's off the rails. I, I, was, I was pretending to be your yeah, daughter. He was, he, oh. was, Caleb's in a weird place right now. Yeah, that's Caleb. Yeah. He was dropped on his head as a baby. Well, I mean, his only, parents. Only once, only once. Yeah. I know his father, so he gets it honestly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. No, so I. I it, a guitar alone, like with with no distractions, uh, is a. I like yeah. that time. Um, play songs that I've already written and just kind of go over them and you know just yeah. spend that time with God and kind of worship by myself and it's very different than leading corporate worship. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So people that think you got to be in a closet. 
to just worship the Lord, you can go out there in the woods with a guitar and give God your all. It's the best. You know? Because me personally, I love to go fishing. So when I go fishing and I'm by myself, I'm with God. I mean, I I, I don't know who I used to talk to before, but fish. now I talk. That's why I don't fish anymore because it, it got me. Yeah. Oh, no. All in my flesh, dude. I don't fish. You want me to tell you my the last time I went like fishing, fishing? Yes, yes, tell us. Yeah, tell yeah. Us. Cause... All, right. All right, so I went, uh, my friend, I have a friend in high school that, you know, we stayed close after high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, super huge into fishing. And so trout season comes along. I, I actually went and paid for my trout stamp because he's like, we're going to go over to Stover's and fish. They, yeah. they stock and you got to have your stamp. So I was like, I'll just get the stamp, man. This will be easy. They literally dumped the fish in the lake. So, how, you know, how hard can this be? So we go over and, uh, you know, we're there for 15, 20 minutes and he's reeling them in and I'm getting nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing, you know. And uh, maybe like 20 minutes in, uh, about 20 yards down the beach, a mm-hmm. dad rolls in with his son and daughter and they might be like my kid's age now, like eight and seven yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yep. And the daughter's got like a like a plastic Barbie rod, and probably within like a minute and a half, she reels one in, and I literally was like, "That's it, I'm done," <laughs> and freaked out, and that was the end. That was the end of my. She whooped you. Oh yeah, man, she, it was embarrassing. Did they have one of the the ones they show on TV where you like push the button and then it shoots the rocket into like the pond? If they if I had it, one of those, it, I'm. You would have caught it. Rocket fishing, I would yeah. Yo, do that. I should take you and rocky fishing because rocky doesn't fish oh, he, rocky doesn't come across as an angler to me he's, he's, he'll catch trees yeah man he'll yeah. break your he'll break his pole that he just bought the night before <laughs> this sounds all sounds and good. look defeated but all yeah, you man. can say is bro you gotta i've been fishing since i've been four you you could do it but and he has a smile on his face the whole he, time yeah that's who that's yeah. who that guy is and wow. every day he says yo let's go fishing <laughs> Let's go fishing. He never stops. So wait, really? He wants to go that bad? Yeah, man. He just texted me the other day. You want to go fishing? Dang. Yeah. Yeah. So Miles, uh, I like when Austin gets real. When he starts a new question, he gets real serious. He's like, he, le- so he leans in. He leans in. Yo, yo. So we, Miles, because we got this tech guy over here, and he uh, tells me I gotta speak gotta really closer, close to the mic. No pops. Tell me something about and then your soul. If I get so far away, you guys got to upgrade to some windscreens. Yeah, I, I, so yeah, we put that on a prayer list for us, Miles. Uh, put that on the prayer list. That's why so you need windscreens. We actually do have one, and Austin could use it, but he doesn't like it. Doesn't like I tried. It. To, I don't like him either, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, you know what I want? If anybody, I want like a mic right here by my mouth Britney because Spears mic. I'm yeah, yeah Britney Spears mic. mic. Just hit me, baby, one more time. Wow. If you would like to donate to God's Watchmen and buy Austin A. Britney Spears mic, please call. I'm joking. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I could use one because... (laughs) Miles, you all right? You need a drink of water? No, I'm good, man. Uh, I'm good. Actually, if anybody could speak a little bit farther away from the mic. Yeah, we too close it can now? Be, it can be Austin sometimes. It can be Austin. All right. I'll, you can have a little bit of space. All right. I'll, 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 I'll speak here. Is this good? That sounds great to me. All right, cool. 
So, Miles, what has God been speaking to you lately, if anything, that you would like to share? Because I know some things are personal. Um, is there any encouraging words? Um, I mean, I, encur- uh, this isn't going to be... It's a personal thing. It's not going to be encouraging to other people, I don't think. Um, hey, you never know. Yeah, that's true. Scripture that's true. can speak loud. You'll be surprised. One of the things that um, I I feel like God's been trying to get me to focus on more over the last probably even a year mm-hmm. is to um, be a better dad, if that makes sense. Um, awesome. And not that, you know, not that I'm, not that I don't, love my kids to death not that you know none of that just be less distracted mm-hmm. um be more there with them in the moment um excited about what they're excited about because you know i mean look anybody that has kids knows that your kids can get excited no well excited about like 20 different things in a span of five minutes oh like check this out look at this what look and you know there's areas where i i have felt conviction on uh you know mm-hmm. just be there more yeah. you know my and I, I think this is probably one of the well maybe not yeah it is um a question farther down but um i struggle with juggling the responsibilities at the church and home yeah um i'd never shut my church phone off my email is open at my house nonstop. Mm. And if, like if i walk past my computer and i see there's four emails in my inbox i go to it right away yeah and it's just you know we, we, it's something so- i gotta keep working on because home should be home you know what i mean mm-hmm. um not that there aren't emergencies and that's you know there's things that come up but it's yeah it's more of an issue for me with that that i struggle with i mean i don't i go on vacation and i, re- I don't turn my phone off Oh, so yeah, finding that that balance, that Correct. away time. Yep, 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 yep. All right, getting excited about the Tonka truck toy. Yes, or the latest thing they found on YouTube. Yeah. Oh man, some have, of the stuff on YouTube let, for kids is a yeah. Let mess. me. Have you have they showed you stuff that is not appropriate for them? Because I know YouTube is so yeah. So they have YouTube Kids. Um. I have caught things that I have heard to be like, that's mm-hmm. borderline. Yeah. Nothing like over the top. Okay. Um, nothing over the top. I will. I know I will because that's where this world's headed. Yeah. I mean, that's where they're, you know, yeah. Satan's coming for our kids. That's no, there's no, yeah, no hiding that. Yep. Um, but I haven't heard anything over the top. Okay. I'll hear like something and be like, that was a little inappropriate. Yeah. They you got know. like little things. Hints in the yeah, background, yeah, 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 no yeah, words, yeah, yeah, but just yeah, yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's something that God's been really speaking to me. All right. you know, probably well for longer than He should have to, because I should have got it by now. But I'm a little thick-headed sometimes. I'm sure you're a great dad. Actually, I would love to hear what is what is one of the like one or two things that you absolutely love doing with your kids. Yeah, when you're like moments that you've spent with them where you're like, that was such such a blessing so um my my daughter loves singing mm. she's like non-stop worship music in the house and like i'll hear her in her room just like cranking worship music and singing and she's got a good voice i wonder where uh, she gets that from well she's got a, 
Listen, if she if she sticks with it, she's gonna have way better voice than me. I can tell you that right now. Sweet. Um, so, and my son just like started literally started drumming when he was like two years old, oh, like so just tapping on stuff. And we'd sit him at a drum kit, and it was it was pretty wild, you know. Like actually find a beat and keep it. So he learned by hearing. Yeah, I think so. I mean, wow. I think yeah. Like when they were. When my wife was pregnant with with them, I would sit in there and play guitar, like next, you know. And so I don't know if who knows, you know, whatever. But they both love music, and so I love doing that with them. We have a drum kit in the basement, and uh, and my guitars are there, and so we'll sit down there sometimes and just yeah jam. I it's fun. I heard my one friend, she said one time. Don't discourage your kids if they're grabbing the pots out of the cupboard or whatever when they're real little and they start trying to make beats. They're trying to find their creativity, and you can really discourage a child like that. Now, if there are certain things, I guess, but... Yeah, don't break the good dishes. Yeah. Yeah. But the pots My son, we had had these cheapo plastic um, ice cream bowls Yeah, and these cheap plastic spoons that came with it and, like, all these different colors. Uh And we have video of it of my my son got them out he was probably two he was sitting in our kitchen he got out the mm-hmm. the bowls and turned them upside down and like put him in a semicircle around himself and had the spoons and was like hammering on them like oh, it was wow. a drum kit it was so cool <laughs> and it was and he was it was good like it was actually like yeah yeah wow yeah, that's it was awesome. pretty cool yeah so i i love you know music with them yeah um there's some songs that uh that my daughter learned because our band does them. And so I'll play those with her and, uh, and she just loves it. She's got a great voice. She really does. So I, I hope she sticks with it because oh. yeah, I'm going to have her sing me a song on Sunday. You should. What's her favorite song? Or if you don't know her favorite, give me well, one that man. she knows really well. She loves Holy water. We right. the kingdom, Holy water. Mm. I, don't, I don't know that she'll, yeah, go for it. I'm going to. Yeah, go for it for sure. Yeah. Um just ask her to sing something. She sings like she knows like all the like Disney songs and yeah. stuff. So. All right. But yeah, she, I mean she'll there's there are worships new worship songs that she'll go in her room and put it on mm-hmm. the Alexa or whatever. Yeah. And uh and she'll know word for word like she memorizes. She got that from me cuz I can I memorize lyrics pretty quick but she has everything memorized in a song i've never even heard i'm Sweet. like what is that I don't know, and she's teaching song. you yeah yeah and she knows them like word for word cool yeah. so she just run music through her roma all day Nah, not all day no. but she's but if she gets if she's in that mood it'll she just goes with it man she just goes that's and awesome. it's and it's a lot of times worship music mm-hmm. yeah. yep sweet yeah, so that's that's fun. I enjoy doing that with them. We do board games from time to time. My son's huge into uh, video games, which, you know, what kid is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, so uh, my, see here, I'm throwing my wife under the bus again. My wife is also <laughs> huge into video games. She is. She's a gamer. Oh my, are you serious? Whoa. So Mike Jones gave us uh, found out that my son was huge into video games. So Mike yeah. Jones gave us. He has the he has the Nintendo Switch. Okay. So Mike gave us two games that he didn't play anymore, and they were kind of, you know, more low-key, age-appropriate games uh, that, like, my son could play. Mm -hmm. And so uh, my wife 
saw the one and it was kind of like a Zelda spinoff. My wife's a huge Zelda fanatic. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like a Zelda thing. It wasn't Zelda. It wasn't anything with the Zelda, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. brand, but it was kind of that kind of style. And my son has never seen that game because my wife still playing it. <laughs> I'm like, are you not done with that game yet? She's like, there's a lot of things to do in this game. Oh, that's great. So, do you uh, play with her? Are you a gamer at all? No, I play. Here's here's what I <laughs> no, play. Here's what I play. Not. I don't. I just never got I just never got into it. I played a little bit of Tony Hawk Pro Skater <laughs> yeah. when it came out back in the day cuz that's because everybody did cuz it was It, it was super awesome. Cool game. It was awesome. I play Mario Golf. Mario Golf. We have Mario Golf for the Switch. I had it back in the day for the Wii when mm -hmm. the Wii or maybe it was GameCube. I don't even remember what system it was, but um Mario Golf, phenomenal game, super fun. So we will, we, the four of us will go in the basement and play like you know nine holes of Mario Golf, and it's yeah, it's a blast. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love like during New Year's or something with my family. We have a, a Switch as well. I'm not a big, I'm not a Switch guy, but when the family's there, we'll all play Mario Kart together. Right on Mario Kart. That is, yep. we're pushing yeah. each other off yeah, the yeah. couch. You know. If you're in a if you're in a group, Mario Kart's the, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good jam. Yeah, yeah. that's really get, cool. Can get competitive, really fun as a family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the Mario games, man. You guys do the golf though. We love golf. Hardcore I love golf. golf right? yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Do you like real world real world golf too? Yes. Or? Yes. I'm not any good at it, but oh, but I I love it. I do. You do mini golf? That's all. Yeah. More. Yeah. We got to go mini golf, and I'm a pro. He's a pro mini golfer. Yep. Right. Can that golfer. you should make that a uh, church event mini golf night? We could, yeah. we should. I'm horrible. There are fewer and fewer mini golf courses around anymore. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, same thing with drive-in theaters. When COVID first started, I I'd said, right now is the time to open a drive-in theater because you right. made a killing because all yeah. the movie theaters were closed, but you could have still done a drive-in theater. Boom. They the time has been. passed. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of children, yeah, what was your childhood like? Um, nothing horribly out of the ordinary when I was little. Um, I was raised in a Christian home. Oh, uh, mom and dad. Uh, we were at church nonstop all the time. Okay, uh, if church was if something was happening in the church, we were there. Uh, my brother and I were super involved. Um, in everything at the church that we could be at our age. Um, and so childhood was great. Um. I lived in Lebanon, grew up around here. Uh, and then in f fourth grade, we moved to Schaeferstown. So changed school districts and that kind of jammed me up um, for a while. And uh, in seventh grade, my parents got divorced. And then that really, that messed mm. me up big time. Um, I always tell people like most, most kids that their parents get divorced, if yeah. they're that age, like if you're young you don't recognize those signs of your parents struggling or whatever. You might not recognize that. Some kids probably do because it's probably that bad. Yeah. Um, but seventh grade, you know, I was old enough to see if there was something yeah. weird going on. Yeah. And uh, there was not a single sign in our house that there was anything going on. Really? Not, not a single. Nothing at all. Nothing. Was it so Nothing. they split and it was all sudden? Yep. So I walked in wow. the kitchen. I walked in the kitchen. I remember like it was yesterday, and my mom was crying, and my grandma had been sick, I think, and I so I thought my grandma passed away. Oh, and uh, 
I asked my mom what was wrong, and she said, your dad and I are getting a divorce. And that was it. Bang. Like, that was it. I was Ma- like, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> like, everything was fine yesterday. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it wasn't. I know now that it wasn't fine, but yeah. there was not a single sign in our household that anything was wrong. And I'm sure that p- played a big toll on the events that happened next. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I came from a divorced family, but I've watched it played out yep. from yep. 12 all the way to 18. Yep. Parents off and on split multiple yep. times till finally, like, at 16. Yeah, man. You know, they... Yep. And uh, so... Yeah, it messed me up. Uh, bad. Like, seventh grade, I just went, like, kind of just off the cliff as far as, like, behavior, and I just didn't care. And uh kind of phoned it in for a year. I was in detention, like, nonstop. Yeah. And uh, stopped caring about grades and school and the whole thing. So, yeah, it it, it jammed me up. Um, it kind of, did it kind of click, like, you know what? This doesn't matter. As far as Like, what? nothing I do really matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that and kind the, of thing. The, like, like. I guess in some senses I was blessed in the fact that my there was never like I never witnessed like major fighting even when they got divorced there was no custody thing we were free to come and go as we pleased but I quickly learned to manipulate that yeah and like hey I'm going you know in like ninth grade I would go and spend three days at friends houses mm-hmm. when you know like hey i'm going i'll be at mom's and nope you know i'm gone that's and the like, perfect yeah yeah telling the other parent you're somewhere else yep, and yep. it was an easy and so i i learned to manipulate that really quick yeah. and then a friend that a friend's house that i would go to it was very convenient um his parents were house parents at a children's home in like 20 miles down the road and so they were never at their house my friend's older brother who when we were ninth grade he was like 24 25 um he was the one that was watching us right or he was the one that was taking care of their house while they were house parents and so um i would go over there and hang out and obviously you know that's an easy in for uh alcohol yeah and you know i started drinking at what 15 16 eighth grade Oh, 14. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, I probably started experimenting with it in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, just, you know, the way kids do friends sleep over a friend's house, parents you got take liquor, it, yeah, you know, you, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but then like started drinking, drinking probably in late eighth grade. Okay. Now, how, how did that affect your high school years into your twenties and really, how was your relationship with Christ like? And you want to talk about yeah, like, so this I testimonial was, yeah, so, of all yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so when my parents got divorced, there was there ceased to be a focus of like you're going to church every week, right? There's like that stopped being a focus, oh. um, and so I kind of stopped going to church. You know, by ninth grade, I wasn't going to church anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I still believed in God. I still prayed. I still, you know, I still had a relationship with Him, but it was. It was, I know you're there. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being there. That, you know. Right. It wasn't a deep or growing relationship at all. And uh, my focus became hanging out, you know, partying, yeah. social stuff, is, is and basketball. I played basketball through high school. With bad knees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Much, so, of, much of what I deal with today is because you of were playing basketball. Yeah. Best off the bench, probably, huh? What's that? Best player off the bench. No. What are you oh. talking about, man? This guy. 
Now he was best player on the bench with the <laughs> yeah, guitar. That's right. <laughs> with the guitar. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it just felt you know my relationship with God, like a deep relationship, it stopped because mm-hmm. there just wasn't a focus. So I I wasn't going to church anymore, um, and that's just kind of where I left it all through high school. Um, there just wasn't. It wasn't a priority. It stopped being a priority for me. Yeah. Um, and it, that continued through college. I went to college. I didn't actually I didn't actually go to college for college. I went to college. To party. To party. Yeah. 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 Did you get a degree? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> you dropped out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How twice. many years? Twice. Yeah. I'm a college <laughs> uh, dropout, yeah, too. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I, I had I had a couple letters to... to uh, play basketball in college oh so his knee and, wasn't uh, really that bad no. at that point it was i was still i could get through it um and i didn't even give those like i never even contacted the schools because i was like i'm gonna play basketball you wanted to party. party yeah you can't party if i'm playing basketball that's stupid so i went to a school where like four of my best friends were going kutztown and uh it was oh. a big party school yeah. and that's what yeah you know, it was that's what nah. happened so yeah um yeah my Second semester, I got, uh, I think I got three D. I got a C. I got three Ds and a F, and I dropped a class. And the C was in volleyball. <laughs> but the but the problem, see, but it was eight. It was eight o'clock in the morning. Who schedules it, a volleyball class at eight o'clock in the morning? That's and you stupid. probably went fifty percent of the time hungover. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, every time we went, yeah. 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 That's just dumb. Who schedules that? Uh, Volleyball at 8 a.m. Ridiculous. So, yeah. So, I got my first DUI in college when I was uh, my second second year of college before before the semester even started because you go up, you know, a week early. Mm -hmm. How old? Uh, 20. So, I was underage. Underage DUI. DUI. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, And then uh, you see the signs that say DUI. You can't afford it. That's no joke. You can't afford it, especially when you're in college. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had to do the, you know, the fines, uh, lost my license. Um, my dad took my vehicle. And so I kind of dropped out at that point Yeah, already. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe it was my beginning of my third year because the first two years were in the dorm and then we moved out of the dorm. So yeah, it was the, it was before my third year started. Um, so yeah, I got my first DUI, dropped out, um, and then came back home and started working for a year and then went back and then, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, because I worked for a year, so I had money. Yeah, so and now. And I was like, yeah. Oh, man. Worse. And then I was 20, and then I turned 21, you know, so that's yeah. even worse. Yeah. So, yeah, just bad, bad deal. Wow. When when did you get your second DUI? So my second DUI, I dropped out of college again, went went back working and the place I was working sent me to Mississippi for two months to um, help with the plant that they had just opened and uh, and which was a great experience I'd, I had a blast down there great people I love the area and uh, when I came back I had friends that moved to Myrtle Beach uh, yeah. in the meantime they had moved to Myrtle Beach and so I had a whole bunch of money banked because when I was in Mississippi, they gave me a per diem, but also paid me. And I never, you know, my, the money I earned from working just went right in my bank account at home. I never touched it. So I took three months. They gave me, when I came back, I was like, Hey, I'm taking 
you know, now that I did this for you, you're going to give me a few months off. Yeah. And I went down to Myrtle Beach for three months and blew like 10 grand in three months. And how right. old were you at that time? Uh, 23. And 23. Was, where was Tori in the picture of She was of a college. She was a college. Yeah. Okay. Kutztown like as well? Yeah, she went to Kutztown too. Okay, so she was yeah. the good yeah, student yeah, yeah, at yeah, Kutztown, yeah, making it happen. Yep. Worried okay. about me being yeah. an idiot. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, yeah, how'd same she campus, put up with you? Worried about me being a moron. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't That's know. Dude, it's, it's the grace of God. That's what love does. It's the grace of God that that uh, she stuck around because she had no business sticking around with me yeah. being a complete idiot. Um, so, yeah, so I went to Myrtle Beach for three months and then uh, came home, actually quit drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, because you drank way too much. Oh, I yeah. I didn't pay any pay a dime to live where I when I went. I think I threw them a couple bucks here and there for cuz for yeah. rent. I lived with my friends. Yeah. And I spent probably 10 grand on alcohol in 3 months. Wow. Yeah. So, came home, um quit drinking for for probably 3 months. And uh maybe maybe longer than that, 4 months. My wife and I, my wife graduated, she got a teaching job uh her first teaching job out of college in Elkton, Maryland. And so we moved to Maryland, uh, which was great. Loved it there. Oh my goodness. On the Eastern shore, good crab cakes. And, uh, <laughs> and you guys it. got married at this point. We were not married yet. Nope. Nope. We were engaged at this point. Okay. Moved, engaged. Yep. Moved to kind of apartment. And, uh, we were there for a month and a half maybe. And my friends called, Myrtle Beach. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna come down for five days, whatever." And yeah. my wife was like, "That's a bad idea." And I was like, "I'm gonna be fine, you know," because I'd quit drinking at this point. I was, I was sober. You bought and, into uh, the lie, yeah, yeah, ma'am. And so I went down and went completely off the rails, ballistic, to the point where uh, uh, my friends, we were at a place and they wanted to leave. I didn't want to leave because I was just, yeah. you know, gone. And uh, I drove to the place because, of course, I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, "We're taking. We're give us your keys. We'll take your car. We'll come call us, and we'll come and get you when you're done." Yeah. So I was that gone that I didn't remember any of that. And I turned around, and they're not. They can't. I can't find them anywhere. I call them, and I think they just abandoned me. Like I'm in my head, they just left me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they come back to get me. My best. They pull about front of the place. My best friend's sitting shotgun, and I went out and just smashed the window in shredded my arm just like i punched right through the window and yeah. it's my best friend in the world for life sitting shotgun i just yeah got in the back seat obviously nobody said a word drove back and it's you know 3 30 in the morning and uh i said give me my keys i'm leaving and they didn't want to you know nobody wanted to give me my keys yeah they, they threw them out in the yard whatever and i think they got scared enough that they were like the keys are in the yard so i got in my cart. 3.30 in the morning, started driving to Pennsylvania, and I made it like half an hour and fell asleep. Crossed the median on the highway, rolled my vehicle six times. and Got another DUI? Yeah, second DUI. Yeah, and then that, they took me to uh, Clarion County Correctional Facility. Dang. Yeah, I was in a room about the size of this um, for two days with like 14 other dudes. It was, yeah, it was a bad scene. Uh, and in that room uh, is where I kind of... Started talking to God again. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. So, like I spent like two days praying. Like, okay. look, I'm 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 so done with this. Like, this is stupid. You know, look where this has got me. You know, it's my fault. I'm an idiot. And but you're alive. I'm just like, done with this. Yeah. Nobody the 
I was shredded. Like my arms were shredded. My arm was shredded from punching through the window. Yeah. My face was all cut up from the accident. Um, I was fine otherwise, but I was like shredded. And so that was the only thing I think that kept me. Nobody wanted to, nobody messed with me. Nobody talked to me because I was like cut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like- um, yeah. So it was a, it was a bad two days and, uh, I kind of reconnected with God in that place, which, you know, that's a, that's a familiar story for a lot of people. They, if, you know, so that was the beginning of yep. your drive to want to follow Jesus more. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. We, I got home. I fully expect my wife actually came to get me. I used my one phone call to call her and you can imagine her. Yeah. 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 Told me not to go in the first place. And now I'm calling you from jail. Hey, uh, can you come get me? But she, she did. Yeah. God bless her, man. Uh, She stayed with you. Yep. Yep. God bless her. Um, and I, well, I flat out, I mean, I, if she wouldn't have, I, what could I have said? You know, like, yeah, yeah, right. Good move. Get out while you can. Um, she stayed, we talked a, a whole bunch about, uh, you know, AA or, you know, these other programs. And, uh, I went to one AA meeting in my life and I don't knock AA because yeah. it's helped a lot of people, but I felt 10 times worse when I left AA that night than mm-hmm. when I walked in the door. And so I, that was, I knew that wasn't going to be for me. Yeah. So I told her, I said, you know, what we need to do is we need to find a church and we need to get involved in a church and we need to we yes. need to do this together because she was raised in the church too but we both kind of just weren't yeah. active you know we just it just wasn't a priority in our lives okay and so I, that's what i told her i said we got to get to a church we got to get involved in a church we got to do this together you know and we did we found an awesome church down there made friends that we still talk to today um and it's where i decided that i was you know i'd like to try leading worship um so it yeah it was amazing from that moment of saying to god look i'm okay hands up i'm done like yeah. i'm done i am i'm done now <laughs> yeah know? thank you for getting me through that one and i get it mm. you know because i'm like i said i'm hard-headed and i need that and god knows i need that so i think that was a look this is you know here's a crossroads for you and what you do from here is going to, you know, mm-hmm. define you moving forward. So. What what verses did he give you at that time? So the verse, <laughs> and I still use it because I'm still just a total screw up. I just, you know, I, I, at some level we all are, right? I mean, that's just the reality. Oh, yeah. Um, so I actually brought my Bible because I, I wanted, I don't want to mess it up. Um, so second, second Corinthians 12, 9 and 10 are huge in my life. Um and they were from that day. Um, let me, uh, everybody's heard these before, but. What was it again? Second Corinthians 12, 12, 9 and 10. It's Paul, obviously. Um, and it's, it's Paul pleading about the thorn in his flesh and pleading three times I pleaded with the Lord, take it away. You know, and so we've all, a lot of us have heard that before. Um, and I felt like in my life, I had, you know, there have been times where I've asked God, like, look, I'm, I don't want to drink anymore, but I don't know how serious I was about it, yeah. you know? And so, uh, nine and 10 say, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. 
That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm-hmm. So I kind of said, you know what? I'm just going to embrace this and use it uh, to try to reach people. And so um, I got hooked up with the worship team in our church and uh, started actually leading worship there. And then through that, um, through that and a mission trip that we went on, started writing songs. And then um, our pastor asked me to to lead on a Sunday as far as the teaching. Yeah. And so what we what they would do from time to time is is they would have somebody else, you know, lead the service as far as the teaching goes. But but what they would suggest is a testimony. You yeah. know, you use your testimony as the basis of what you're doing. And so I didn't want to just stand up there and talk through what I'd been through. And so right. I put together um kind of like a program where um play like I would give a piece of my testimony and then we'd play a song that kind of matched up with oh, yeah? with that part of the testimony and then I and then we'd come off the song and I'd go back into the testimony then get to another part where it would make sense and then go into another song. And so I put that together. I love that. And we did it for uh yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, it was yeah. It was the right time to do it cuz I was like at that point like super on fire because, you know. Yeah. I finally stop being a knucklehead and I start to see God, you know, opening doors and working. Um, and so did that for our church. And then we took some of the songs that I wrote and a couple of us from the worship team started recording and then actually put a band together and we started going to other churches in the area and doing that exact same program. Um, for other churches, sometimes for youth groups, sometimes on a Sunday morning, um, sometimes just like a special Friday night concert type of thing. And so I probably got to give my testimony and talk about addiction in front of, mm-hmm. I don't know, 10,000 people in a period of wow. a year. Because we would, you know, all the different churches, yeah. if you had it all, maybe more than, I don't know. But um, so God used the testimony yeah. he gave yeah. you yep. and he kind of put you guys on tour. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Yeah, testimony and, tour. Yeah, it I was. I had a blast, man. It was so much fun. Um, I met so many people. Um, I talked to so many parents who whose kids were struggling with addiction, uh, mm. and God just put me in the place to be able to talk to people that you know. Yeah, it was it was awesome, and so I started seeing God really, you know, opening doors and using talents that he gave me that I wasn't even aware that I had. Um, I always liked singing. I would sing karaoke, obviously, in the bar and and <laughs> always wanted to sing in a band, but all I could ever see myself singing in a band was in a bar, right? I mean that's all I could that's all I could ever picture. And yeah. when my wife and I walked into the church where we where we and where you know our church for the first time, I saw drums and guitars on stage and I was like, whoa what is this? Yeah. Cause I had, you know, I came out of a traditional Methodist church with a choir and stuff. And I thought that's what I wanted to do. That's why I told my wife, I was like, we're going to find a little country church with a choir and I'm going to sing a choir. You're going to sing. In yeah, choir. man. I wanted to robe the full nines, dude. Yeah. And, that's uh, the kind of church yeah, I grew up yeah. in, like a choir. Yeah. And my wife, my wife keeps begging me to go to this. She's like, somebody that I, that I know that I met at the gym said that 
their church just planted an, a, a, another service and it's in the it's in a high school auditorium and my wife came out and i was like high school auditorium that's stupid what are you talking about high school auditorium i'm going to a high school auditorium at church and and so she dropped it and then we'd go to these little country churches and everybody would look at us like who are these idiots you know, you get that like vibe because it's a it's yep. fifty people and they're like, Who are these new people? Yeah. It's weird. You know. So like we went to one little church and nobody said a word to us the whole time we were there. Mm. We're, there's only fifty people there. We're clearly nobody new. knows us. We're clearly new. Yeah. Nobody said a word. Huh. So finally I was like, Fine. She kept asking. I was like, Fine, we'll go to this stupid church in the in the high school. <laughs> and we walked in and there's drums and stuff and I was like, Oh This is where God wanted yep. you. So like it was like instant. I was like, Oh This is man. it. And and I'm such an idiot. This, so it sounds, this was the beginning of how God was going to use you in music and to oh, yeah, glorify for sure. him. With, yep, for sure. And it all started with your testimony. Yep, and No doubt. It, yeah. It started because I was a moron and yeah. got my second DUI and yeah. And God said, okay, well, this is, this is a weakness you have. And so look, if you give this to me, I'll, then I'll use it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I don't know about you. But I know for me, I'm a stubborn, I'm a bullhead. I always had oh, to yeah. learn the hard way. Yeah, man. Um, when I came here, I cry out to God now. I'm tired of learning the hard way. I don't want to learn yeah. the hard way no yeah, more. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, p- please be gentle with me. Yeah. I want to yeah. be able to humble myself now yep. before yep. God does yeah, the Yeah, I think that's what God wants us to do, right? Yeah. I mean, he'd much rather us come to it on our own. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't, he loves us so much. I don't think he enjoys, you know, watching us go through the things that we put ourselves through, but you know, he he can also use those things in a tremendously powerful way. Yeah. Some people, uh, like you and I need, yeah, something to wake us up out of addiction. I mean, when it comes to speaking on addiction side, it, it, some people get in that bondage so deep that mm-hmm. it needs to have, yeah. I mean, took you to flip your car. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. I crawled out of it and looked at it and was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, there's no way I should have crawled out of that car. It, it was one of those crashes. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you just crawled out. It. I was ha- I was upside down when I woke up. That's Like, I woke up and the car was upside down. I'm hanging from a seatbelt. And let me tell you something. It's not easy to get out of a seatbelt when you're hanging from it. I was under the influence, flipped my car. And a Bible that I don't even never read was given to me by my ex girlfriend's mom. And I flipped the car, very bad on drugs, alcohol, and the Bible's laying right beside me. Wow. And I took it as a sign for a month. And guess what? Yeah. I still didn't know what to do because it still didn't make sense to yeah. me. And, you know, three months later, that's when I finally started to get help. Yeah, man. And God. Good. Praise God. Boom, started speaking in rehabs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's, thanks for sharing that, Miles. So yeah, that was, that was great. kind of the, yeah. There, I, we could do another hour on where I went. Oh, from I know. There, that, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, we're going to sit down with you again and oh, talk more about we're music. We're going to cut the testimony from there. No. Uh, well, because, we, yeah, I could do another hour on, on from the testimony stuff to, to here, to Calvary Chapel. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I wanted to yeah. hear about. Like, how'd you get from here to. Calvary. I mean, That's do you got time now? Because we can cut it into two parts. But if you want to sit down, I, if you got to get back, huh? My my children have an art show at the elementary school. Oh, yeah. So, well, 
Oh, you're making time for that tonight. We're not. See, letting look, you I stay. can't start. I can't. I can't start this thing by saying I got to make more time for my kids. Yeah, and then be like, Ugh. no, he got to go attend his kids. Stupid art show. Let's oh, do it. Yeah, we're yeah, not. So. We're not letting you stay. You're not staying. Yeah, I would love to come back though. I can tell you that but, right now. So we'll kind of wrap it up here real quick, Miles. How has God provided for you more than you could imagine? Wow. Well, I mean, I mean, I have a wife that I don't deserve um, mm-hmm. based on everything I put her through. Um, I have children that I didn't think I'd ever have. Um, that's a whole story in itself. My wife uh, struggled with infertility for years. We were trying to get pregnant for, I don't know, five years, four years, something like that. Um, and she finally got pregnant and had a miscarriage and we were kind of like, that's mm-hmm. it. We're just not going to go through this anymore. Cause it was ho- so hard on her. Um, she was on meds for it and stuff and, you know, finally gets pregnant and my wife struggles with anxiety. Um, and so she was just, it was a mess like, you yeah. know, and so she finally gets pregnant, has a miscarriage and we just sat down and cried and basically told God like, look, if this is what you want, if we're not supposed to have children, then, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll accept that. And we were even starting to consider adoption, um, you know, because there's so many kids out there that, that need parents. And so we were starting to think down that road. She got off the meds. We're like, you're, you're done with that. You know, we're going to trust God and go f- go from there. Um, and then uh, like four months later, she gets pregnant again with no meds, like her body just... You know, mm-hmm. and I think it, 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 I don't know. I don't know that this is the case, but it felt to me like it was another thing that God was saying, look, give to me. Are you going to give this to me or you're not going to give this to me? Mm-hmm. Because we were just trying to do it on our own and like, you know, trying and trying and trying and just yeah. beating our heads against the wall on this thing. And it felt to me like the second we said, okay, God, if this is your plan, then we yeah. submit to this plan. And, you know, we're going to be okay with that. And we're going to go, you know, whatever you want us to do from here. If that's adoption, if it's no, you know, whatever. And I feel like it was, you know, God was like, okay. The key All submit. Right. Yeah. All right. Finally, here you go. You know, and then uh, we got pregnant with my daughter. And uh, and such a blessing she is. And then, uh, and then our son was just... A, a surprise, I guess. Surprise. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> and you got two beautiful kids. Oh, they're the best, man. They're yeah. the best. Uh, yeah. I couldn't ask for more. Um, yeah. So yeah. Just that alone. Like I, I Awesome. I don't I don't I have a wife I don't deserve and children that I didn't that for quite a while I didn't think I was gonna have. And so it's a beautiful yeah, story. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah. Is there anything you would like to encourage anyone out there that's trying to seek a deeper relationship with Christ or anybody out there struggling? Like what you often mentioned, you know, you just handed things over by yep. just saying, Hey God, yeah, man. I'm done. And I think that's kind of the theme of, of the deal here is, is we can't do it on our own. And mm-hmm. the, the longer we try to keep doing it on our own, Whatever that is, it doesn't have to be addiction. It can be what it can be. Whatever yeah. it can be, a good thing. Like yeah, having kids. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, you know, it, hearing 
focusing and and talking to God and seeking His will, and then that word submitting um, to whatever He wants, and and meaning that, and that's not easy because it it look, my wife and I submitting and saying, look, if we're not supposed to have children, then I guess we're not supposed to have children, and that's your call, God. It's not our call anymore. That's mm-hmm. that was hard, man. It was hard because we wanted kids. I mean, you know, we wanted kids. Some people don't want kids, and that's totally fine. Yeah, we wanted kids. And uh, so to give that to God was hard. It was hard. Um, but, you know, four or five years of banging our heads against the wall trying to do it on our own, you know, was worse. Yeah. It was worse because, yeah, my wife was a mess and she was blaming herself. Like, this is my fault. Like, no, it's just where it's just where we are. And when mm-hmm. we finally got to that place of, God, if this is what you want for us. You know, we don't know what you might have something planned for us, which is going to make it, which is going to be impossible to do if we have children. You know, we didn't know at that point, but we got to that point of saying, if that's your plan, then we're going to go with your plan because your plan is better than our plan. Yeah. Amen. Um, Amen. So, yeah, I mean, I think anybody that's struggling with anything, good or bad, it's just, you know, you want to stay in God's will all the time because that's the best place to be. Stay in God's will. Stay there. Get there. Stay there. Get there and stay there. That's right. That's right. Awesome. So, yeah. You know, and, you know, get in the word. Yeah. You always got to throw one of those in there. Yeah, get in the word. Get in the word. (laughs) Yeah, and also. Pastor Tom, get in the word, find a mentor. Yeah, also, (laughs) get in the word. That's right. Yeah, that's that would be my, that would be what I would say is submit and. It's beautiful. Seek his will. That's, that's huge. Yeah, I like that. It's great. So, thanks for coming out, Miles. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys you for having me. I'd love to come back. Yeah, we we definitely are because uh, we need to hear part two from the testimony What's tour. On part two testimony tour. Testimony on. tour to where you're at today. We could tease the rest of it. Testimony tour. Uh, Methodist church debacle. Debacle. Church plant. Okay. Calvary Chapel. Let me. Yeah. Boom. I was going to say, let me write it down, but I can re-listen to it. That's right. <laughs> It's already recorded. Yeah. Amen. Have anything, Caleb? Oh, man, this was fun. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah, thanks for it, having uh, me, guys. Awesome. Um, I think just to hear just the story and the struggles, and when you're in that room, in that small room, and you just finally, you had enough, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing, sharing all of that. Yeah. Thanks for what you do with the church. Uh, we appreciate that. I'm honored. I'll pray us out. Lord, thank you. Uh, thank you for this time, God. Um, I pray for those uh, out there who, who can relate to, to Miles, uh, to just the, um, the pain of, of, a, of a divorce and uh, going through a time where you're just like, you know what? I don't care about life. And you're just, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing your thing and, uh, you end up in some very scary and dark places. So I pray, I pray for those individuals. If, if they're listening, Lord, I pray that you would touch them, Lord, and that they would feel, um, encouraged. And, uh, I just thank you that Miles is here, Lord, and, in, in, in this church that you brought him here, Tori, his family, mm-hmm. all of them, Lord, bless them, keep them, Lord. 
And uh, I just thank you that you take um, broken, hurt people and uh, that you give us, um, you just become our father, you adopt us. And uh, Lord, help us to surrender just the things in our lives that we wanna, we wanna fight so hard to hold on to because mm -hmm. we're scared, because we don't believe that you have the best in mind for us. And you know so much, you know so much better than we do, Lord. So I thank you for that. Help us to put that into practice and uh, just bless Miles and his family and those listening. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Are we going to do the cave thing? Oh, yeah. The what thing? The cave drip. Cave drip. This is, that's what it sounded like when I was in the room. That that is uh, that's that's a, that's a, talent. a talent. That's a gift, I think. We'll explore it more on the next episode. Yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs>